everyone. Welcome to my podcast, A Break Free. Today, I have something to say. I have something to share. God is a healer. God is a deliverer. God can set the captains free. His word will not return void. It would accomplish what it's sent sent to do. Today, I would like to share how I became infected infected with fear. Fear has been my greatest (laughs) hindrance. Fear has become a virus to me. Fear has paralyzed me. But today, I'm going to step outside of fear. Fear has caused me to lose family. Fear has caused me to lose relationships. Fear has made me feel like Nobody cares about me. Fear, doubt, and unbelief is your greatest, I mean, your greatest enemy. Fear of being rejected. I had fear of not being smart enough. Fear of not having enough. Fear of not being accepted. I know you all can relate to this. Fear has has crippled each and every one of us in some kind of way. This, I'm not going to take down. I'm doing this podcast because I'm going to overcome my fears. Fears of how you see me, how you receive me. I'm going to overcome fear because fear is have no control over me. So because he paralyzed me for many years, Paralyze me in relationships, relation, good relationships. Paralyze me in, 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 in good opportunities. Yes, fear come and tell you, he whisper in your ear, say, you can't get, you, you not smart enough. He said, you can't do that. He said, they don't love you. He said, just keep drinking because you, you, you got to overcome what you going through, and this is the way. Drink. That's fear. Because fear going to make you think that nobody cares for you. Fear will keep you in darkness. Fear would take your life. People, come on. Fear, doubt, and unbelief. God said, reverse fear into faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I haven't seen some things and I feared that the work that things will come upon me just as Job said. The things that I feared the most has come upon me. I was in that predicament one time. And it is true. God's word is true. The thing that I feared the most has came upon me twice. I lost my child. And I lost my husband. And, 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 and many people don't look at it as in, a, in the way that God has shown me. Because I saw the things that was coming to that my husband was receiving. And I feared that he was going to leave me. And that what happened. He left me and got remarried. Okay. Because of the things that I saw coming into my house being received from somebody 
from the other woman. I'm going to share it. I got to keep it real. And then another thing. I feared that my child was leaving here. Because I saw many signs of her being sick. I saw many signs of her giving up on life. And the more I pray, the more I say things to her, I've said, okay, you're going to have to live. You shall live and not die. God's word says that. But she wanted to leave here. And the thing, and that fear came upon me. How I'm a, how she want to leave here and leave me with her children? And that fear came upon me and she exited. So I'm sharing this with you because you know what? I'm getting everything out. I want to keep it real with you, letting you know that fear is your greatest enemy. God said, thou should not fear. And he said, he he, he tells us every day to trust in him. Because he has not given us the spirit of fear. He has given us a sound mind. So we got to cast down all vain imaginations because fear ain't nothing but imagination. It's an illusion. We got to pull that stronghold down because it'll overtake us. It'll take us somewhere we don't want to be. And it took me in a place where I didn't want to be because I was, I loved my husband. I was loyal to my husband, but he wasn't loyal to me. But guess what? Prayer could have changed things, but fear overtook me. It overtook me by surprise because I kept pondering on something that wasn't, wasn't, has not happened. And because it has not happened, I opened the door for the enemy because I pondered like it was, it was taking place. It was going to happen. It was going to happen. But you got to remember, your mind is the battlefield. What the enemy come in and do, he bombard your mind with all kind of illusions. He bombard your mind with all kind of imaginations. He bombard your mind like things are going to happen. And they can't happen. You know why they can't happen? You gotta. You can change that. They don't have to happen. I learned now, years later, I could have stopped everything. Because my mind was not made up. I was still... Want to live the way I want to live to please God. But now that I got the revelation, we got two minds. We got a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. And I'm going to just leave it right there. But I'm going to tell you, speak, stay tuned. Like, share. I know it's this, this um, podcast may have different things. I'm talking about different things in this podcast. But guess what? I'm overcoming my fear. I don't care how y'all see it. Whether you like it or not, I'm telling my story or how I made it out. I made it out because I overcame fear. I started having the faith to believe God. Then the, to not to believe him. He said, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. I start acknowledging the Lord about what I need to do, how I need to do it, and who I need to do it with. Because guess what? 
It's some people you don't need to be doing things with. Now, it's not no sexual activity. I'm talking about life in general. Everybody doesn't have your back like God will have your back. Everybody do not have your back. You got some cutthroat. You got somebody standing there with a knife in your back. Backstabbers. They are smiling your face. But they'll stab you in your back. And that's not just with a knife. They will stab you in your back in a relationship. They'll stab you in your back on a job. They'll stab you in your back in every area of your life. You got to be mindful. You got to open up your eyes. And I'm, I will be doing an episode, some episodes on Conscious mind and subconscious mind. Stay tuned because the battle is in our mind. And I feel like fear, that infection is gone. That infection held me captive for many years because I look at it like it paralyzed me. That you can't do this. Nobody ain't want to listen to you. You can't do this. You ain't smart enough. You can't do this. Don't nobody want to hear what you got to say. Are you just, you know, are you, they not going to accept you? Or you don't know nothing. Oh, I know enough where it can pull me and pull me out. And I can help pull other people out. So I'm going to keep doing this podcast to somebody get it. And today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of life or death. Today is the day of blessings or curses. So I choose life and I choose blessings. What will you choose? Stay tuned. Like, share, and look for my episodes on conscious mind and subconscious mind. The battlefield is in your mind. Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. Today I'm going to rejoice and be glad. And I want to give praise unto God. Because I did a um, podcast on fear. Fear was my greatest enemy. Fear had paralyzed me. Fear had me with a bad infection that it was no hope. I was without hope. But God said... I have not given you the spirit of fear. I have given you a peace, love, and a sound mind. Because I let fear rob me of my peace, I never protected my peace. But today, I would like to share and tell you, protect your peace. If you protect your your peace, fear will have no grip on you. Fear had a grip on me to where the infection had became so bad until it paralyzed me for one whole year. Fear of not being enough. Fear of rejection. Fear of abandonment. Fear of not being accepted. Fear of not being smart enough. Fear of what my friends would think about me. Fear of how my friends will receive me. It's so much fear can do to you in your mind. And that's all illusions. All illusions. And I want to share something with you. This is for this generation. 
you want friends, you want to be friends with your with others, but them friends, half of them is backstabbers. Half of them don't have your back. Half of them is going through what you going through. You can't help each other because you both going through a turmoil in your mind. In the, ba- the battle. Where the battle at is in your mind. Yes, that's the greatest battle. But the only thing that can control that battle and can be- fight that battle is the Lord. Who's on the Lord's side? The Lord can win every battle. He said, cast your cares on me because you, I care for you. You can't overcome this illusion. Let this man be in you that was also in me. How you going to get these things? You got to be reborn. Give your life to Christ. Change your walk. Change your direction. Change the path that you're going down. I had to change. God called me out of darkness into the light. He has shown me a new path. I was on a rough and rugged path. I was on a dark path leading to destruction. I wouldn't have been here if I would have remained on that path. Because I know the enemy wanted to destroy my life. But God made it possible for me to exit out. He showed me the way. He said, he said, he with his out his right hand, he scratched his hand out and he said, receive the right hand of fellowship. You are in need of a savior. So I had to accept him as my savior. And I had to receive the right hand of fellowship. Now he's a father to me. He's the only father I ever known. He been a father to me from birth because he created me in my mother's womb. He created me before the foundation of this world. He already knew I was going to through, go through what I went through. But I had to make the choice to come back to him. He's a creator. He created you. He created you in his image and in his likeness. All things are possible to them that believe. Do you believe that God can deliver you? Do you believe God can set you free? He can do all things. And today I would like to say, try the spirit by the spirit. How can you try the spirit by the spirit? By accepting Christ as your savior. Yes, you are in need of a savior. Christ died and paid a penalty for every one of us. Yes, he did. He paid a penalty for you. He paid a penalty for me. He was a ransom for us. He died on that cross. He took the pain for us. He bared our sickness. And that's how we get healed. Because he done paid it all. When he, when, when, he, when he was on that cross, they nailed him to the cross. He had to say, it is finished. That means everything that we're going through has been already been ta- um, um, already been taken, taken care of. That's why he says finished. He walked this earth as a human. Yes, 
The same way we walked this earth, he walked this earth, he went through what we going through. But guess what? He didn't stop. He kept on doing it. They, 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 I mean, they did all manner of evil against him. They talked about him. Yes. They backstabbed him. Yes. Look at Judas. All you got to do is come in. Learn the word. Judas betrayed Jesus. I felt real bad when I was betrayed. I've been betrayed by husbands. I've been betrayed by family members. I've been betrayed by children. I've been betrayed by a lot of people. And it hurt me and took to the core. But guess what? Jesus had to remind me. He paid it all. He had to remind me that he went through this. He had to remind me that all things work together for good. So today... I'm coming to you and saying, accept Christ as your Savior. Come to Christ. Especially this generation. It's so much mental issues going on. Suicidal. You don't have to go through that alone. God said, I bared it on the cross. He said, come to me. All ye that's laid it, that laid and heavy laid, I'll give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon me, you, and learn of me. My yoke is easy and my burdens is light. He said, cast all your cares on me because I care for you. But you got to first accept him so he can do these things for you. God has no respected person. What he did for you, me, he can do for you. What he did for others, he can do for you. He the same yesterday, today, and forever more so take take go come to Christ take a step take a step and come to Christ just as you are he didn't ask you to change he didn't ask you to do anything he just said accept me as your savior you are in need of a savior accept me as your savior and today he extended an invitation come to him said, Lord, I'm a sinner. I accept you as my Savior. I know you died for me on that cross. You paid the penalty for my sins. And today, I want to surrender my life to you. I want to surrender my life to you so I can receive new life today I accept you in Jesus name thank you Lord thank you Lord you've been so good to me I can't sit back on this here you've been good I ain't gonna tell y'all you're gonna still go through something but know that when you're going through it he's with you all you got to do is build a, a, a relationship with him. Communicate with him. I used to talk and talk and talk. I, I thought he wasn't listening. But guess what? All things work together for good. He was right there listening. So I thank y'all. Like, share. And 
like I said, fear will overtake you. Fear will take you out of this world. Yes, fearing what can happen to you, fearing that you can't pay your rent, fearing that you're going to be evicted, fearing that you're going to lose your job, fear that you're going to lose your car, fear that you're going to lose your family, fear, fear, fear. When COVID came, it, it came and brought fear. That's what he what it what was disputed out there. Fear. Fear that we gonna die. Fear that your family gonna die. That's all COVID was. It's illusion for fear. They put a mask on us, and guess what? It muzzled, muzzled us. It had us muzzled. Where we couldn't speak. We were so afraid to go around people. We were so afraid to open our mouth. But behind that mask, I found myself praying behind the mask. You know why? Because the enemy didn't hear what I had to say. The enemy didn't see me praying. When he said do things in secret, I was in my secret place behind the mask. Praying. Pulling down strongholds. Praying for family members. Praying for other people, the community, the nation. Praying for our president praying although they be wrong but you still pray for them and bless them and you will see the hands of God move on them don't hold no grudge about what they doing let God be God let him deal with them accordingly we can't judge nobody because we'll be judged so out of all what I'm saying behind the mask I was in my secret place praying so that's why I'm coming out of here I'm coming out. I'm stepping out. I'm coming all the way out this year. 2023 is my year. The enemy had me so bound for 20, the end of 2021 and 2022. He just paralyzed me and made me think that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't smart enough. Nobody going to accept what I got to say. They don't have to accept it. I'm going to keep on preaching. I'm going to keep on teaching. I'm going to bombard heaven. For you, for me, you, my children, my grandchildren, this nation, the community, the globe. Somebody need to hear what I got to say. So as I say, don't let this be the last episode you hear. Don't tune me out. Like, share in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy, God. Thank you for your grace, God. Thank you for your keeping power. Thank you for life, health, and strength. This is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. My soul boasts only in you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we come boldly to the throne of grace, asking you to forgive us, God. Forgive us for all our sins, God, knowingly and unknowingly. Lord, forgive us for any unforgiveness that we harbor in our heart, Lord Jesus, towards anyone. And forgive them for wronging us, Lord Jesus. And this to give you a little heads up. Um, forgiveness is not for the other person. The forgiveness is for you. God say you forgive them that wrong you. And Lord, go shendere debo, go shendere debo shata. Yes, ha, mako shedere de, go shedere de, say. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
God is calling. He said, I'm calling. Ha, I'm calling. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, they shall hear from me. Ain't you tired? Are you tired? I know I was tired. I was so tired doing things on my own strength. It was wearing me out. And I knew, I was in need of a Savior. A Savior who can help me. Because He knows all things. He omnipresent. He sees God. Oh, He's the all-knowing and all-powerful God. Stop wearing yourself out. And he said, let this mind be in us that was also in him. He'll give you the mind frame, the mindset of what to do and how to do it. But first you got to come to him. That's why he's ringing your phone. He's calling you. Come, my daughter. Come, my son. Come, come. I'm up here. Come. He said, I sent my son. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. He sent his son to save the world. Oh, Lord, she did consider it about John 3 16 said, God so loved the world that he sent his only son. How many children you have? Just think about just that one child. He sent his only son to pay the penalty as a ransom for us. To die. That's why to die for us. He gave him as a ransom. I know how I feel because I lost one. I lost my daughter. And I know how I feel. But God don't operate on feelings. He knew that we was in need of a savior. That's why he called and come. Come. Answer the call. Romans 10. 9 and 10. He said if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confess and is saved. That's that's the NIV. He said, just confess that you in need of a savior. That's confess out of your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you shall be saved. God is calling. Don't you want to be healed from the mental issues? Don't you want to be healed from the burdens? Don't you want to be healed? Don't you want to be healed from the fear don't you want to be healed from the torment? Don't you want to be healed from this social media junkie? You a social media junkie. I got episodes that I'm about to do. Going to blow your mind how social media operate all people. But I'm not here for that today. I'm here for you can accept a, the call. Accept the call. It's just a relationship. I'm tired of the entertainment by all these platforms. The only platform I want to be in tune with 
is knowing that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is leading me and guiding me and protecting me and directing me in the way he want me to go. I done did a whole lot of years without the Lord's hands. But he always was with me. But he give us choices, baby. Choices. You, it's your choice if you want to walk away from him. It's your choice if you want to do that. But he bring it before you. He set life and death before you. He set blessings and curses before you. Choose ye this day who you will, who you will serve. That's why he said, I'm calling my people back to me. I'm calling you. Answer the call. Answer the call. Don't delete it. Don't decline it. Accept it. Accept the call. It, you don't have to do nothing but accept the call. And say, Lord, I'm in need of a Savior. And I need you to come into my life. And redirect my plans for your plans. Because he bore our sickness and diseases on the cross. I know I've been crucified with Christ. Not I, but the Christ that liveth in me. He make intercession for me. Before I make, a, uh, make any decision, I had to go to my father. The only father I know. I, did, I had was birthed with a physical father. But I didn't know him. The only father that I grew to know that I call Papa is God, is Jesus, God's son. He been there. Yes, I made some hiccups. I made a mess of my life, but I got back on the right track because John 8 and 36 says, so if the son set Adris free, Adris is free indeed. So I'm free from the sin and the bondage that had me captive. That's all you got to do is come and accept him as your savior. And he'll do the rest. I thought I had to do a tradition was telling me I had to keep doing this and keep doing that. I was doing, it wasn't doing nothing but making the ways hard. And he said the ways of a transgression is hard. That they was putting so much on us till we didn't have to do nothing but accept God as our savior. Accept him as our savior and he'll do the finished work. And he did it on the cross. Now, this is a message all by itself. And the message is God is calling. Will you answer? I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to his truth. I pray that you will answer the call. And I pray that you will seek his ways and not your ways. In Jesus name. Amen. Everyone, welcome to my podcast. Today I was just I'm just going back over God is calling. God is calling us back to him. God said, "If you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified." And with the mouth, one confess and is saved. Confess that Jesus is Lord today. God is calling. Will you answer the call or will you accept or decline? Will you answer? Will you accept or decline? Jesus is calling. You answer every uh, every call that come on your cell phone. Won't you answer God? He is calling in Jesus' name.
Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Today I'm gonna just I'm gonna speak on about fear. I know I spoke on about fear a couple of months ago, but um I don't know if they posted, but I wanna speak about fear. Second Timothy one and seven. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Yes, see, that's what God said. He said he has not given me, you, the spirit of fear. He gave us what? Power and love and a sound mind. Fear is defined. The kind of fear of God are mixed feelings and dread and reference um, wonders. The love of fear of God, we got the, our fear should be the fear of loving someone, the fear of a sound mind, okay? Fear is a feeling of anxiety concerning the outcome of something of the, of the safety of well-being of someone likelihood. That's what defines fear. An unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Fear wears you down physically, fervently, virtually. Fear actually makes people sick. Yes, it can cause difficulty in your body, and it shine light, it shed light. Fear will cause close, close will close your mouth. Cause I know fear will close your mouth. Cause it paralyzed me and had my mouth closed where I would not open my mouth for two years. Afraid to come before you people. But I don't have no shame. I feared. The worst thing that can happen. But at the same time, I overcame my fear. Because fear is real. Okay? Fear can destroy your life. Fear is real. And we must recognize it exists. Before we can conquer it, we got to recognize that fear exists. Most fear today is psychological. Yes, I had to realize that it's psychological. Let me name a few of it. Few of them. You can identify your fears. Yes, you can have more than one, one thing of fear. Worry is fear. Tension is fear. Embarrassment is fear. Panic is fear. And it stirs from mismanaging negative imaginations. Imaginations is nothing but delusions. Things that is, appear to be real, but it's not real. It's what you're imagining. What you think that's going to happen, it won't happen unless you continue pondering on it. Don't ponder on something that you don't want to come into existence. And I'm going to speak about how our thoughts can bombard and can mess up our whole life. I've been there. 
So we got to recognize that fear does exist. Yes, our imagination that have have them twirling. You know, it's stuff in our heads. We just twirl it. We, you know, it just go from this to that and thinking the worst can happen, thinking what can happen, thinking that, um, you know, it making you so afraid. And the more you doing it, the thinking and pondering on it, the more you pondering on it, it become, inf it infects you. It's like an infection. That's how it had me. It was like an infection in my body. And it would not loose me. It was getting worse and worse and worse. It was having me feeling like panicking that this going to happen, that going to happen. I, lo I, I, I lost my daughter and I thought the worst that can happen, you know. But at the same time, I panicked and panicked and thought about this stuff. And I didn't know what was the outcome going to be. After she left here and I left me with her kids, I didn't know. But fear overtook me. For two years, it overtook me. And it made me sick. It became, it became an infection in my body. And then it turned out to be an, a, a, a virus. And you ever heard of a virus, a fear virus? I know none of you never heard of it. But as yes, it's a virus called fear. And it will hurt. It will cause you sickness. It will cause you pain. It will cause you delusion. It will cause you to lose your mind because you're pondering on something that's not there. You're pondering on something that can't happen. You're going to allow it to happen because you're pondering on it, pondering on it to bring it into fruition. You're making, you're bringing it to right here saying, I want to see it. That's what you basically saying. If you cast down vain imagination that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, and then you fill it up with something that beneficial, something good, something healthy, you know, a healthy mind, healthy body. That's what it is. You got to change them thoughts, pull them down and, and replace them with good thoughts. And I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to true. This is, I'm doing this podcast and I'm doing it to the best of my ability because these young people don't know what, what it is to know who their savior is. They don't know how to manage their, their thoughts. It's a lot of mental issues out here. I've been one of them going through issues when I was younger, but I overcame by the blood of the of my testimony. God brought me through it. God brought me through fear. God brought me through unbelief. I try to commit suicide. I try to take pills. I shot myself. I'm giving you a little glimpse of what fear can do. Fear will overtake you. But guess what? I overcame fear. I stepped outside of myself and I accept Christ as my savior. And he took me by the hand and showed me the way. Come outside of this fear. This fear ain't nothing but a bad infection. And if you keep on pondering on it, it become a virus. And when that virus come, it spread. And then guess what? You need a medication which is the word of God. You need a supplement that gonna, you're going to take it 
every day, three times a day, whatever way the Lord tell you to take it. He had me to take it three times a day. Get in his word three times a day. You will overcome it. And look, guess what? I overcame fear. Fear, doubt, and unbelief. It came in threes. Fear, doubt, and unbelief. And guess what, people? God conquered all of that. Just like this is resurrection. Sun, um, yesterday was resurrection Sunday. God was resurrected. And he conquered that same fear on the cross. He nailed that to the cross. And he said, daughter, that is finished. Don't you pick it up no more because I already bought fear on the cross. I already bought doubt on the cross. I don't bought uh, um, unbelief on the cross. Don't pick it up again. Leave it there. So today I just want to, I just had to give you a little insight. And I, I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to truth. And I pray that you continue to listen to this podcast again. Thank you. I pray that all is well with you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy, God. Thank you for your grace, God. Thank you for your keeping power. Thank you for life, health, and strength. This is the day that you has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. My soul boasts only in you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we come boldly to the throne of grace, asking you to forgive us, God. Forgive us for all our sins, God, knowingly and unknowingly. Lord, forgive us for any unforgiveness that we harbor in our heart, Lord Jesus, towards anyone. And forgive them for wronging us, Lord Jesus. And this to give you a little heads up. Um, Forgiveness is not for the other person. The forgiveness is for you. God say, you forgive them that wrong you. And Lord, Yes, ha, mako shedere ko shedere se. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ha, tararabo ko shedere ko shendararabo ko sere. God is calling. Here ko shendararabo ko shanda. He said, I'm calling, ha, I'm calling. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, they shall hear from me. Ain't you tired? Are you tired? I know I was tired. I was so tired doing things on my own strength. It was wearing me out. And I knew I was in need of a savior. A savior who can help me. Because he knows all things. He omnipresent. He sees God. Oh, he's the all-knowing and all-powerful God. Oh, loco shere de Stop wearing yourself out. And he said, let this man be in us that was also in him. He'll give you the mind frame, the mindset of what to do and how to do it. But first, you got to come to him. That's why he's ringing your phone. He's calling you. Come, my daughter. Come, my son. Come. Come. I'm up here. Come, he said, I sent my son 
Hokoshe, Mashatai, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. He sent his son to save the world. Oh, Lord, she did consent it about Koshense. Mokoshanda, John 3 16 said, God so loved the world that he sent his only son. How many children you have? Just think about just that one child. He sent his only son to pay the penalty as a ransom for us. To die. That's why to die for us. He gave him as a ransom. Oh, Koshanda. I know how I feel because I lost one. I lost my daughter, and I know how it feel, but God don't operate on feelings. He knew that we was in need of a Savior. That's why he called and come, come, answer the call. Romans 10, 9 and 10, he said, if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. That's that's the NIV. He said, just confess that you in need of a savior. That's confess out of your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you shall be saved. God is calling. Don't you want to be healed from the mental issues? Don't you be, want to be healed from the burdens? Don't you want to be healed? Don't you want to be healed from the fear? Don't you want to be healed from the torment? Don't you want to be healed from this social media junkie? You're a social media junkie. I got episodes that I'm about to do. Gonna blow your mind how social media operate all people. But I'm not here for that today. I'm here for you can accept a, the call. Accept the call. It's just a relationship. I'm tired of the entertainment by all these platforms. The only platform I want to be in tune with it's knowing that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is leading me and guiding me and protecting me and directing me in the way he want me to go. I done did a whole lot of years without the Lord's hands. But he always was with me. But he give us choices, baby. Choices. You, It's your choice if you want to walk away from him. It's your choice if you want to do that. But he bring it before you. He set life and death before you. He set blessings and curses before you. Choose ye this day who you will, who you will serve. That's why he said, I'm calling my people back to me. I'm calling you. Answer the call. Answer the call. Don't delete it. Don't decline it. Accept it. Accept the call. It, you don't have to do nothing but accept the call. And say, Lord, I'm in need of a Savior. And I need you to come into my life and redirect my plans for your plans. Because he bore our sickness and diseases on the cross. I know I've been crucified with Christ, not I, but the Christ that liveth in me. He make intercession for me. Before I make a 
uh, make any decision. I had to go to my father, the only father I know. I did, I had was birthed with a physical father, but I didn't know him. The only father that I grew to know that I called Papa is God, is Jesus, God's son. He been there. Yes, I made some hiccups. I made a mess of my life. But I got back on the right track because John 8 and 36 says, so if the son set Adris free, Adris is free indeed. So I'm free from the sin and the bondage that had me captive. That's all you got to do is come and accept him as your savior and he'll do the rest. I thought I had to do a tradition was telling me I had to keep doing this and keep doing that. I was doing, it wasn't doing nothing but making the ways hard. And he said the ways of a transgression is hard. They, they was putting so much on us till we didn't have to do nothing but accept God as our Savior. Accept him as our Savior and he'll do the finished work. And he did it on the cross. Now this is a message all by itself. And the message is God is calling. Will you answer? I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to his truth. I pray that you will answer the call. And I pray that you will seek his ways and not your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. Today I just feel a little weary, but I'm not going to let that keep me down. I look. I was just sitting here reading, and I was looking into Ecclesiastic 3, and it was speaking about how life is meaningless. Life is meaningless. The only value that you have is a relationship with God. The only value that you can rely on is accepting Him as your Savior, because He's not temporary. He's eternal. God say, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even until the end. When he say the end, that means the end of your life, when it expires. He'll be there because you have to stand before him on that day and make your calling and election sure on earth so you will be able to stand before him. He said he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. So that means he's with us always. Make the choice. I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to God's truth. Make the choice. The choice is yours. God standing at the door and waiting for you to accept him as your Savior. Do it today. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I know that Jesus raised you from the dead, that God raised you from the dead, and I confess with my mouth that you are the son of the true and living God that you died for my sins, and today I accept you into my life. Come into my life, cleanse me, make me whole. I need this you as my Savior. I need my calling and election, sure. I need you to lead and guide me in all truth. I need you to speak to me when nobody else can guide me and direct me. You told me, that you was going away, but you was going to send the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will lead and guide me into all truth. The Lord, Holy Spirit will teach me. 
but that. So today I accept you as my savior. I accept you as my father. I accept you as the Lord of my life, as a friend, a brother, a mother, a father, whoever you want him to be to you, you accept him as that. And every day, just start communing with him, communing with him. And like I sit here in my garage and I just talk to him and he speaks back. You got to have that ear to hear what the spirit is saying. Yes, so I, today is the day of salvation. Make your calling and election sure. Choose life, life more abundantly. Nothing else on this earth can fulfill your satisfaction. Nothing else can make you happy. Nothing else can make you, you know, whole. Nothing else can do anything for you because it's a temporary fix. I call it a temporary high. You get high, you get high on this material thing because you don't got you got a good lick, a good hit with money in real estate. You got a good lick with money in drug dealing. You got a good lick with money on a job, a promotion. You know, all this stuff is meaningless. It don't value nothing. It's just a temporary high. And when you turn around, you're back to normal. You're back to square one. So the only person that can give you that love, that joy, that peace, because the majority of the people out here, they don't have peace, but they have all the material things, all the great gain, all the things that everybody on this earth that's in poverty and poor wants. But just remember, get a relationship with God. Have a real relationship with God. Don't just be a churchgoer, going to church to get that temporary high. Don't just, don't just be shouting and, and, um, and entertaining the devil through his music and you know, all of these things that make you feel good, that's a temporary high, people. That's a temporary high. Get in your word. Once you receive him, get in your word. Even if you haven't received him, get in your word so the word can speak to you. He said, my word will not return void. It will accomplish what it's sent to do. So today, I'm giving you the word. Accept him. Confess with your mouth that he is Lord and he's the only God that you're going to serve. Just choose life. They they were around here with this abortion pill and they killing life. Do they know their blood going to be on their hands? But we got to pray for our, our, the White House. Pray for the Supreme Court. Pray for the people who in politics who making these decisions. Some of them so bitter and so hurt and so lost, they don't have peace. They going on what they feel. Life is not a feeling. Life is not a feeling. So I come boldly to the throne of grace, asking God to forgive each and every one of us of our sins. Forgive us for any unforgiveness that we harbor in our heart. 
towards anyone and forgive us for forgive that person who hurt us because a lot of us is hurt and we moving through life and with that hurt with that wound that wound that's just bandaged up for a little bit temporary there you go temporary fix god is a healer god is a deliverer god can set you free but you got to want to be free. You don't you you shouldn't want this temporary thing. Cuz I've been there. It didn't do nothing but make me more miserable. Make me hate myself. Make me dislike others. Yeah, and it can bring envy and jealousy in your heart. I've been there. But now I don't see them things cuz I see them as meaningless. Because when you expire, you're not taking any of that stuff behind. But you bust your behind and work all, all your life kissing butt, doing the wrong things to get to the top. And when you leave here, you got to go to the bottom and six feet on the ground. Yes, that's meaningless. Ain't no hearse going to take your bank account with you. With you. Ain't no hearse, you know, going to take that fine vehicle with you. Ain't no hearse going to take that fine house with you. All this stuff is meaningless, people. Open your eyes. This is the day of salvation. Jesus is soon to come. Y'all, if you get in your word, read the book of Revelation. Ask the Holy Spirit to... Open your eyes, illuminate your eyes so you can see clearly and comprehend clearly. As elementary, you will see that what's in Revelations already foretold and written in Scripture. And we're experiencing now. It's manifesting now on earth. Get your house in order. Get your house in order. Get your house in order. He's not talking about a physical house. He's talking about that temple, that body. Get it in order. Get it ready. Because Jesus is soon to come. Will you be that one he look for? Would he be that one that he go looking for and leave the 99 behind? Get your house in order. Your physical, your, your spiritual house. Not your physical house. Because when we dead and gone, the spirit going to go on to where it need to be. And your body going to go back to dust, just how he made man. So open your eyes, people. Open your eyes. Father, I come and I said thank you. Thank you for the many blessings you bestowed upon us. Thank you for the things that you have given us and the things you haven't given us and the things that you plan to give us. But, Lord, before you give us anything, anything, let us see the value of what you're given. And that value is a relationship with you first to enjoy whatever the Father has for you. Don't leave this world without knowing that you made your calling and election sure. Don't leave this world without knowing who your Father is. You might have a physical father. Some of y'all may and some of y'all may not. You might have a physical mom, you know, one or human. 
Some do and some don't. Jesus had Mary, but Jesus knew God was his father. So we got to look at that life that way. So I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to God's truth. I pray that you get in the word. Search the word. Search the scripture. David went through many things. Read the book of Psalms. Go to John, John, St. John, and, and read what the disciples went through. Matthews, Mark, Luke, and John. Read that. You will get a clear understanding of what life is and what happened before time and what's happening in the present time and what about to happen in the future time. To God be the glory. May grace and peace be with you. In Jesus' name. Bye. Hello, people. Welcome back to my podcast. Today, I want to give you a little insight about what happened during the pandemic, what happened before the pandemic, and what's happening now after the pandemic. As I say, this podcast is not in chronological order, but it will pertaining to my life experiences and what I see is happening and what the Lord is showing me. And like I said, I had to break free from fear before I can come and do this podcast. But um, I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to truth and that we all will examine our hearts examine our hearts to know the truth so we can be set free. So two days ago, maybe a week ago, God was showing me how before the pandemic, how the world has fallen asleep. And when the pandemic hit, it put us to sleep. I mean, really put the world to sleep. It put the fivefold ministries to ministers to sleep. And I'm just going to share this, what I saw in a vision. And you may like it, you may not like it, but it's not for you to like it. It's for you to gravitate to it, take it, digest it, and do your research and open up your spiritual eyes and see if you saw, um, noticed this. So when the pandemic hits, a little before the pandemic, everybody was doing what was right in their own sight, as the book of Judges said. Everybody, everybody was having a good time doing what was right in their own sight. So when the pandemic hit, everything came to a halt. Like everything was put on hold. Everyone was running scared. And everyone was like saying, what's going on? They didn't believe this was happening. But the devil said, let me shut them down. And some people say, God did it. God don't do anything, all, um, do these things here. The devil shut us down. The Satan shut us down where we all, we all as people, as believers, we all as pastors, teachers, the fivefolds, evangelists, apostles, you know, we all, the body of Christ, 
allowed the enemy to come in and shut us down. Where's the power, people? Where's the power? I'm not talking about power to the people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the power of God that was supposed to be manifest in the churches all over the globe. The enemy came in, snuck in, and shut us down. We, we all gathered together in praying, praying, praying. Yes, we prayed. Where's the power? We're supposed to take back what rightfully belongs to us. The Lord said he has given us this here, the earth is his and the fullness thereof. Everything that's on it, it belongs to us. The finished work has been done. Where's our power? We have a lot of entertainment. We have a lot of false prophets. Where's our power? We have a lot of word. God, he give his word to demonstrate it on earth. Not to get it and then you take it and you twist it around. You add some, you take some out. He didn't say do that. That's why his people is deceived. They lost. That's why this generation don't want to come to us. They don't want to come to church because they say the, the, the pastor, the pe- preacher's driving these cars and this and that and that. They're looking at the material stuff. And I can put, I can say myself, some of the stuff them, these generations seeing is true. False prophet out there stealing the, the, the people money, getting them a, a, get a quick high, a quick high. Bring your tithes, bring your offering in the church. Then you entertain them for an hour or two hours or three hours. Then here it is, the high down. Where I go from here, I don't gave you my rent money. Where I go from here, I don't gave you my, my, my car money, my insurance money. I don't gave you everything I had. And you live in large, and here I am living in poverty. Come on, do the math. Look at, look at what the world is going through. Open your eyes, people. Open your eyes. I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened to truth. God's true. It's time to wake up. The pastors don't went to sleep. You want to hide why I say they going they don't went to sleep? Because they in, they got their face in the book and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram. All entertainment. If you're going to entertain, grab them with power. Change lives. You ain't changing lives. You're just changing your bank account. Yes, I'm mad. I'm mad because I see it. Ain't nothing I can do about it. You're right. Ain't nothing I can do about it. But guess what? I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm praying that God will expose everyone who out there deceiving his children. Deceiving the world. He called y'all to change the world. He called you to come in and be like him. He didn't say come in here and, 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 um, and sift them like wheat. Satan got you so blind. And Facebook ain't nothing but a, um, 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 how would I say it? A spell. Facebook put a spell on you because once you get in it and you get locked in it, you go to searching and instigating and doing all this other stuff. And, 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 you know, 
entertaining and then you like this and then before you know it facebook show you more stuff that you like that's a spell open your eyes that's a spell they give you what you like i i believe they make an av- y'all as avatars avatars god told me to get off facebook and i got off facebook he told me that before the pandemic, get off Facebook. Now look at the pastors entertaining Facebook, allowing the devil to tell them they got to do virtual, do um, church virtually. When you wear your power, you supposed to have that power and tell them, no, I'm not coming outside of what God has ordained, outside of that church, that building, because these people need me. Now you see why so many of us mental mental issues is out here in this world because the devil puts you to sleep where you can't give them the prescription which is the word of God. God, the, the church is a hospital where they come and get delivered, get saved. They get, they get what they need there to become whole. Now y'all entertaining Facebook, every other social media for money. He said money is the root to all evil. Money make you do evil, make you pretend that God has said this to these people. God has told you this. You only much hear from God. If you did, he would have told you don't shut your church down. Yeah, some people may not like me. They may not like this message, but I don't care. Because our children is hurting. Our children is lost. Our children being killed on the street, our kids being raped, our kids being trans, um, um, human traffic. A lot's happening to our kids, and they don't know why. Because of this unfit mothers who looking for a quick fix themselves. These, these phony pastors, fake pastors, fake prophets that's trying to stay up and live the glamorous life. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You better be ready because the end is coming. The end is now. Do your math. The Bible already foretold and written in Scripture. Do the math. Get in your word. Stop using the word to deceive God's people and get in the word to deliver his people. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, you will hear from heaven. You ain't hearing from heaven. You hearing from that spirit, grieve, that spirit, deceive, that spirit, um, envy, jealous. Because every time you get on a Facebook and you see somebody doing better than you, you trying to compare and compete. Get that spirit out of you. That ain't of God. God is love. God is, God is um, peace. God is joy. God is happiness. God ain't tell you envy your brother. He said love your brothers as yourself. Okay, pray for one for another. Y'all doing the opposite of everything that God has told us to do. Get your house in order. Jesus is soon to come. In Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus over this airwave. I plead the blood of Jesus over me and my household. I plead the blood of Jesus over this community, over this nation. I plead the blood of Jesus wherever the blood need to be applied. And I pray for the government because they corrupt. 
I pray for the government because they passing bills that the churches sleep that they supposed to be able to stop. Wake up, church. Wake up. All fivefold ministries. Ministries. Wake up. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, he shall reap. So wake up. God is calling. God is calling. God is calling us back to the church. God is calling. God is calling. God is calling us back to him. Would you drop to your knees? Because he said, every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess that he is Lord God Almighty. What, who you would choose, life or death, blessings or curses. Some of them already going through curses, don't realize it. Choose life. You shall live and not die and declare the glory of God. You got to declare the glory of God. You got to walk like you're the book. You don't walk corrupt. God ain't tell you to walk like you running from an alligator because you got to go zigzag. He ain't tell you to do that. He tell you to walk. He supposed to be center focus. He supposed to be the center of your life. Choose life. That go for me, my household, go for the community, go for the nation, go for the globe. And especially the body of Christ. Choose life. May God bless you.